Support for Two Beards, Please provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing cedarburgassociates at thrivent.com. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded a lot better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we will be getting together monthly to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello, and welcome back to Two Beards, Please, Love and Marriage. This is part two of a two-part episode where we talk about how we met our wives, how we started dating, our engagement story, and beyond. If you haven't listened to episode one already, please circle back and listen to episode one. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Uh, at that point, we can talk about that, but yeah. let's talk about your so, engagement story. So we started dating in high school, Yep. and we got engaged our junior year of college. You had a long engagement then, right? Yeah. So, well, it must no, it must have been it must have been the end of it was her birthday and I think it was March of 95. It must have been March of 95. We had dated for like kind of 3 years and then I had asked her like right around sometime in sophomore year like I think it was the summer before junior year we had we were up north at her parent grandparents place and i was you know i mean i knew like you i knew like basically from the first time i saw her like what well, this is well, yeah by her yeah. by a lack of the first time you <laughs> right. asked her out and got shot down, right i was like well i'm gonna have to marry her now <laughs> yeah and i'm gonna have to marry her <laughs> um i had said to her i said well i kind of prepped it like by saying if you if i ask you to marry me what do you think you would say i said i'm not asking you <laughs> But if I was to ask you, you actually ask oh, that question, yeah, you couldn't tell. Well, yeah, no, I don't. I mean, look, she <laughs> subtlety she, is not yeah, your subtlety. I just need to let's get let's get all the cards out on the table here and right. make a decision. I didn't quite do that route, but yeah. So go I ahead. said, well, I'll I'll ask you within a year, right? What would you say? And she said, well, I would say yes. I'm like, all right, that's good to know. Well, let's go do something else. <laughs> so then, like, I waited forever because, like you, I was broke, right? So I had to borrow money from my mom, and I actually inherited a diamond, which was nice. It saved some money, but you know, I mean, I had to borrow. We need to get the setting made, the up setting and, and all that, yeah. right? And so, you know, um, and so all these like holidays came and went within that year, right? So like Christmas came and went, and she's like, "Oh, maybe he'll ask so me." So now Christmas. she's anticipating no. it. You know, New Year's comes and goes. No, <laughs> Valentine's Day comes and goes. I got nothing. You know, she's just like, "Okay," you know. <laughs> This is fun. <laughs> so then on her birthday, which is March 11th, we went out west for me to look at schools, to look at grad schools and stuff. I think yeah. it was that trip. We made a lot of trips out west, but we went out west for a vacation, just the two of us. My uncle, aunt and uncle lived in Colorado, and so we were going to stay with them for like you know three or four days and then go back down through like the Grand Canyon and all that on the way home. And that's when we went to Route 66 again, bring it all back around. But I had picked up the ring like two days before we left for this trip. And then, like, I did you ask uh, Lynn's dad? Did you do that whole ask her dad thing? No, I didn't. Well, I did. And he. (laughs) 
Thank goodness gave me his blessing. The whole drive out to Colorado, I'm like, I have this ring in my pocket, you know, in the box or whatever. And every time we stop for gas, I'm making sure it's still there. And I'm like super nervous. And I guess Mar- <laughs> if, if you ask Marsha, I was like a total ass the whole way out there because I was so nervous. I like didn't talk at all. Like, you know, 10 hours or 11 hours in the car. You know, <laughs> we drove straight through, of course. And that, so, actually, that would be a great show. Have the girls on to talk yeah, to through talk, this, yeah. to oh, give, yeah. give their side of the story. Sure follow-up yeah and so we get out there and there's this as you go my uncle lived in evergreen was just outside of denver in the mountains yeah as you go and come into evergreen there's this park called estes park it's kind of on like up in the mountains it's a really nice park and sure. we stopped there and it was her birthday and i said hey she had pretty much given up on this whole idea that i was going to ask her because it had been right because so it had been several right. months and at that the, point right oh yeah, yeah months all the and big months holidays and, months, right? and so i said well it's your birthday i got you something small it would have been really nice to do the the whole proposal thing, but I don't have any money, so I just got you something small for your birthday, and then we'll go to my uncle's. And we get in the park, and I get down on my knee, and I ask her, and the first thing she said to me was, you jerk. And I was like, well, that didn't go exactly as planned. I, um, awesome. She's like, oh, yes. She said yes, but you jerk. And I'm like, that's still not... But you said yes. So, I'm not getting a warm yeah, fuzzy so here. we're getting good here. That's yes. At least you said yes. <laughs> so that was it. We got engaged, and we were engaged. So for, why did she call you a jerk? Because I had waited so long and then was a total jerk the whole way out oh, there. Okay. Right. And l- lied to her, basically, about not having it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> all the things I wasn't supposed to do. But, <laughs> whew, it all worked out okay. That's fortunate. Yeah. And we had a long engagement, so... She graduated in four years, and I graduated in four and a half. We got married actually the day of my graduation. So I graduated in December, and so we got married the day I was supposed to walk. We got oh. married December 20th. I was supposed to walk from my graduation. Obviously, I didn't. You walked down a different aisle I walked down instead. a different aisle, yeah. yeah. So we had a long – we had sort of like the same amount of time dating as we did engaged. Okay. And I don't well, know about your experience with the engagement, but in the planning of the wedding, but I tell you, we – fought more in the that time than we ever have the planning of the wedding was like we must have threatened to have broken it off a billion <laughs> times it's like lots of crying and gnashing of teeth and ours actually went very smoothly we, well, you're lucky we well <laughs> lynn's very low maintenance okay she's not sure picky about a lot of well clearly yeah other yeah. than other than her choice of spouse <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> no Specimen um, of a man <laughs> So we, her parents, they, they gave us a budget. They said, mm-hmm. here's what we're going to contribute. Yep. I had been out on my own. Uh, we, I was working. She was working. Right. You know, my parents chipped in uh, some as well. So yeah. we ended up having a, a couple hundred people. And yep. as far as planning, whatever. <laughs> Very low key. <laughs> Man, that would have been nice. <laughs> she, she, picked out, she picked out her own dress. Obviously, I, Obviously. Don't, I didn't care right. about that. Right. Uh, I got to pick out the tuck styles. She picked out the colors. Um, yeah. And what was great was uh, the hall that we had it at was uh, Blue Mound Gardens. It's no longer there, but okay. it was over on Blue Mound Road, just west of Highway 100 on the south side of the road. I'm trying to remember uh, if I was at your wedding. I don't remember if I you were or not. I think we were in Cincinnati by then. I think you might have been. It was 2000. Yeah. Uh, so, so I don't know that we came back. The place that we were having the wedding at, 
yeah, we, we agreed basically on everything. We were going to get a DJ. We were going to yeah. have that specific call. She didn't care what tuxes I got. Right. I didn't, didn't care, care what about her dress. Right. Right. You know, right. I didn't care about the bridesmaid's dress. Right. We knew we were going to ask to be our attendants and our right. ushers. Ushers. And... Yeah, we were all on the same page yeah. with everything. And you know, her parents were on board. My parents were yeah. on board. We knew we wanted the buffet versus the, the plated <laughs> right. meal. Right, right. I was working with a friend of mine at the time who did wedding cakes. Perfect. And she gave us, uh, we paid 250 bucks, I think, Jeez, for our cake. That's nice. It was huge. It was a yeah, huge cake. that's awesome. For decorations, the hotel or the, 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 hall. the hall came to us and said, hey, we are going to have a large Greek wedding that's going to use, they, they had two ballrooms. They had upstairs right. and downstairs. And we were in the upstairs one. And they said, hey, we're going to have a huge Greek wedding that's going to use both ballrooms can we set up the night before <laughs> you can use the decorations and then you know we'll just already be set up right. with this arch yeah. and all the, right. the stuff and we're like sure go perfect. nuts yeah yeah <laughs> so, perfect <laughs> so yeah so we we were we kind of were on board with all that and we had a we had a limo yeah. at the wedding yeah. and i don't think for march and i wasn't that we were necessarily in disagreement it's just that you know we were younger obviously and yeah and like she really wanted me to care about it and i really didn't want to care about it and so <laughs> there was a lot of like you have to pick a color and i'm like i don't i don't care what color well you have to decide if it's this or this or this and i'm I, i'm thinking like look i just i will something. love whatever you have just and what she's something. thinking is you're such an a- you need to be a part of this. I'm like, I just gonna show up and marry you. I don't know. That was so, most of our animosity was for that. Yeah, we, we I is what I told March. I said, when we leave this church, no matter what, we will be married. Right. <laughs> that's all that I care right. about. That's exactly right. Yeah. And you know, again, I think people spend so much time and energy into thinking about a fairy tale wedding, and I know. Sure. Uh, yes. It, I mean. It, and it's not it's just different women. for girls than it is guys. But it it yeah. can be, but there are. I, sure. I I have a guy that works for me that he's got his wedding all planned out already. Well, good for him. <laughs> and he hasn't even met met the right person yet, the right <laughs> oh, girl. Well, I'm and, good luck, buddy. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying. And I'm like, you were. You understand that you're marrying a person that will have their own ideas. <laughs> and that's what that's what we told him. And you know, he, but anyway. Is it worth the stress and the the money and the energy for one day? And I just it, it's it's not. And we had a great time. We had a great wedding. Yeah, we're, we're coming up on twenty years. Yeah, next summer we're coming up on twenty two. Yeah, twenty. I don't know. Twenty three. Twenty three. You got married in ninety seven. I did. Yeah, twenty three. Crazy. <laughs> oh, feels like five minutes. Yeah, underwater. From your wedding day, what's your biggest memory from your wedding day? Well. I mean, we had a great wedding, you know, I mean, it, for all intents and purposes, it went off great. You know, the, it was a December wedding. So there was, you know, our colors were dark green and the, the church was all decorated for Christmas with the trees and the lights and everything. And I never got to have a bachelor party for two reasons. One, my best man just wasn't the type of person that threw bachelor parties Sure. or like talked a lot. <laughs> and, um, I was in school literally up until the very the last day, day of my wedding. Yeah. yeah. And so the night before, like, I went out with all my friends and probably shouldn't have. Shouldn't have. <laughs> um, so I might have shown up somewhat into the morning already. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and uh, all the groomsmen were getting married. One of my friends 
parents lived across the street from the church. So we were going to all get dressed over there because the women were all getting dressed in the basement of the At church. At the church, right? Yeah. And so we were going to get dressed over there. So they're all there, like basically dressed, just hanging out, waiting for the thing to start. And I show up late and I'm like, hey, guys. And they're all like, hey, you better hurry up. And I'm like, yeah, who's got my tux? And they're like, what do you mean? Who's got your tux? We all have our tuxes. I'm like, uh, I thought you got one of you was going to pick my tux up. When you pick, you know? <laughs> Not so much. Okay, so this is Saturday <laughs> at like ten o'clock, and the wedding's at like one or something or oh, two, right? No. And the the tux around place isn't open. Like they're not open on Saturday. Oh, so I'm no. thinking like this is awesome. You're I'm gonna, gonna get married murdered. in my jeans. <laughs> yeah. Oh in my boy. Jeans and a t-shirt and a baseball cap, and I'm probably gonna get divorced by nine o'clock tonight. So I'm like freaking out a little bit. I'm thinking like, what? What can I do? What can I do? Well, one of my friends was the manager of the tuck shop. So Bridget, she like I went to prom with her my sophomore year. We were friends, you know. She was like super excited to supply the tuck, right. you know, help sure. help with the tux yeah. fitting and all that. Yep. And so I knew I knew her phone number. Obviously, I called her at home and I'm like, "Hey, funny story. <laughs> um, I'm getting married in like three hours, and my tux is in the at the shop still." She's like, huh? <laughs> so she she was super nice and saved the day and came and opened up the shop for me and. And I got my toxin. So, so when did Marsha hear that story? Not till the way into the honeymoon, after many, many hurricanes at Pat O'Brien's in New Orleans. Yeah. So let me tell you a funny yeah, story. Yeah, funny story about the morning of our wedding. Whew. Uh. Um, so that was probably the most memorable thing. Um, I mean, it was fun. We had, uh, you know, friends from high school, friends from college. You know, Dr. Menchaca, who was our band director in college, and yeah. Dave Rush, who was our band director in high school, played in the little, you know, brass quartet we had. Did you cry? I did. Yeah, I cried a little bit. I bawled like a baby. Did you? When, as soon as I saw her yeah. in the back of the church. So we had it where I was up front with yep. the groomsmen, yep. and, and then, then the, the groomsmen would go halfway up and meet the, the, yep, the bridesmaids. Bridesmaids, gotcha. yes. I got your back. And then walk back down yep. the aisle. So then Lynn's dad brought her yep. down the aisle. That's how we did. So and gave, gave her over Handed her over. Yeah. Yep. At that point. And as soon as she came in, I was just. Like a blubbering like idiot. Like a blubbering idiot. <laughs> I did all not cry up then. Front. Oh, I was. I, it I was. was I, cry, I mean, I cried a little like after on the way out, just realizing what had happened. Like it was kind of overwhelming. Yeah. It was pretty incredible. Like, you know, the doors open and she comes down with her dad. That was pretty yeah. awesome. And uh, Other than, like I said, crying at the wedding. Again, like you said, we had a ton of people there. Yeah, and uh, it was a great, for us, it was a great mix of like present friends, past friends. And, and we couldn't invite everybody. Right. I mean, you know, we had 250 people there and. Yeah. I mean, we could have invited another 200 probably. Yeah, I think we had probably right around 220. Yeah. I think. We did a, come. we did a friends reception. After we got back from the honeymoon in Milwaukee, because a lot of our friends from Concordia and UWM and the area, I mean, it was probably 50 people. We um, we took over a ground round, basically. <laughs> just had, you know, had a little party. It was fun. Nice. Who was your best man? My friend Mark was my best man. Okay. Um, he's the guy that doesn't talk to anybody. And <laughs> So how did his speech go? He didn't give one. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. I mean, Mark and I were friends since high school. He, like, we roomed together in college. He just was a natural fit for best man, but he was not social at all. Gotcha. So he didn't give a speech. He didn't, well, he he left, like, after the dinner. He was, didn't even stay at the reception. Wow. Yeah, it was not my finest moment. <laughs> my, my brother gave a speech. My brother was in the wedding party, so my brother sure. gave the speech. Okay. 
And then like my friend Matt Owens was part of the party and so he's still really good friends we're still like really really good friends and my friend ryan hunt was in the party we're still really great friends so they kind of did a lot of the best man duties you know like sure marcia sat on matt's knee when i did the garter toss yeah. you know and all that stuff so it was sort of like a collective best man i guess okay is a so, better way i would describe <laughs> it yeah mine was uh dan davis i okay. think you met dan yeah. And Dan's the host of the the party that I went to this last summer in yeah, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. And he's a regular listener of the show, so <laughs> yeah. he actually put together a very funny speech. Good. Uh, what <laughs> What did you do for your honeymoon? <clears throat> we went to New Orleans. We had been to New Orleans before on band tour. I don't think you went on that. Band I wasn't tour. on that one. Nope. And so we both really loved the music and the atmosphere. And sure. One of our wedding gifts um, was from. Marsh's uncle who had a timeshare type thing. Sure. And so he had um, like a timeshare basically for a week in the Garden District okay. of New Orleans, which is not, it's outside of the French Quarter, which is the bustling part. But right. you could get a trolley down to the French Quarter. Sure. The Garden District is beautiful. It was like an old, it was a hotel, but it was like a huge mansion. and That's cool. You know, like a, it was a suite. So there's like a little kitchenette and the bedroom obviously and stuff. And so we drove down and stayed there must have been four or five days you know rolled the trolley in a french quarter every day listened to music drank ate gumbo it was awesome nice. we drove down and it's like it must be 12 13 hours to new orleans maybe yeah about more. that yeah and typical of milam road trips we don't make any plans so i just basically <laughs> drove until i was too tired or too horny to drive anymore <laughs> And then we found a hotel. It was great. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then we got to New Orleans and, and got I would to, have been stopping every couple yeah, of hours. Yeah, I know. I, I was resisting. <laughs> um, we got to this beautiful hotel that we were staying at. And, you know, they like they park your car in some – we didn't need the car all week. And we get up there, and the toilet immediately is clogged. Like, and, and again, uh, I've, clogged, nice job. I've clogged some toilets in my day. <laughs> this wasn't because of me. <laughs> And so we call down there and they bring a plunger up, not working. It, it took them hours and I was so tired because I had literally driven the whole way down. Yeah. Right. And so I just went to sleep and Margie <laughs> had to stay up and they had to replace the toilet in our room. Oh, no. Yeah. So That's it, took, horrible. it took hours. So by the time they got all that figured out, I was awake, ready to go. It was like midnight. <laughs> Yeah. So we just took the trolley down to the French Quarter, and we basically, every night then, we stayed up almost all night and then slept all day. It was awesome. It was a great, great trip. Went to all the spots, you know. And we were there over Christmas, too, which is really okay. cool. So, so it was we, a little cooler weather. Yeah, <laughs> much cooler weather, which is really <laughs> I nice. was there in August, yeah, the time not, I was, or July. Like, yeah. And it was horrible. Not a great time to be in New Orleans. <laughs> no. Um, so we went to, like, we found a, you know, seven-course meal restaurant for Christmas Eve, dinner, and then we went to church. You know, a little LCMS church down there. And it was just a really fun week. We hit all the major tourist spots like Pat O'Brien's and Preservation Hall and that kind of stuff. And then we found, because we were down there every night and we went to Preservation Hall every night, we got to know the musicians. So we would ask them, like, where do you guys go when sure. you're down here? And so so we, the local spots. Yeah. So we found this great bar called Fritzel's. Okay. Just off of the main drag a little bit. And it's basically, at least then, and I think it still is now from friends of mine that I've directed there, all the musicians, when they get done playing their gigs, stop in at Fritzel's and play a set. So it's just like you a know? basic so it's jam, like a, jam session? Right, and it's a revolving musicians nice. in and out all night. And, of course, they're open all night like many places are. But it was a great time. It was really, really fun. Where'd you guys go? 
We rented a cabin in Western North Carolina. Now, did you go right away? So some people wait. We went literally, you know, the next day we woke up and drove. Yeah. So this was interesting. We weren't going to have a wedding opening or a gift opening. Yeah, we did not do that. Uh, We were originally going to leave earlier on that Sunday. Mm -hmm. So we got up, we went to church in the morning, Mm -hmm. and then we went back to our apartment in the process of moving my stuff into that apartment that we had chosen that she had moved into a couple months earlier. Uh, We went back there to finish packing or pack up the car and and head out. We had some friends that were in town for the wedding that were staying at that apartment. Sure. And we ended up starting to open up some of the gifts, oh, some really? of the cards. Yeah, I think some it, cash for I, the that's exactly yeah. right. I yeah, think it did. started with the cards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then so then we ended up, you know, <laughs> oh, let's just keep opening. Yeah. we got people here to help us write down what we got, oh, yeah. so we can yeah. do our, all of our thank you notes. We ended up leaving probably closer to six or seven that night. Really? Yeah, it wow. was it was late. So we huh. ended up we ended up driving to Indy first and we stayed just outside of indianapolis at some holiday inn or some place like that and then the next day we got up and made it down to we took the the dragon's tail through Mm -hmm. through the mountains there the route one or whatever through tennessee oh that was horrible (laughs) yeah it's not an easy drive uh so we were down there and my car didn't have air conditioning so we had the windows open and we stopped and we bought those little spray, spray fans the yeah. mist bottles oh man so we were using that and yeah we get down there we we had this nice cabin in the western part of the, the state up mm-hmm. in the smokies we ended up just kind of hanging out there we did some touring we went sure. to there's a little train ride through the one of the national parks yeah. down there that we took ate at some restaurants there's a place right near our house or right near the the cabin that we rented that had a uh, really good cobbler so we'd stop oh, there yeah. almost every night for cobbler nice lynn tried to get her hair cut oh we went to Asheville <laughs> to see the the biltmore estate that was actually oh, yeah. very very cool yeah if, right. you, if people a, haven't been the there, that's, in the country or that's worth checking out. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So we toured that, and then we stopped at a mall in Asheville, and Lynn, at this point, her hair was middle of her back, oh, and she really? wanted it cut. Yeah. So she goes to the mall, <laughs> and then these girls have you know, the southern accent, and they're like, why you want to cut yeah, your yeah. hair? Yeah. You can't cut that hair. That's beautiful hair. They wouldn't cut her hair. Really? Yeah. So... She found a salon near our house in, that actually did cut it. Sure. She, she was like, I don't care. We told her the story. She's like, I yeah. don't care. As long as you're paying me, I'll do whatever yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, Which is how it should be. Yes. Yeah. So she got it cut, and we got a good, we got an excellent referral to a place that had prime rib right. from this lady. She told us about the, That's what you uh, got to do, man. You got to find local the local restaurant. Absolutely. So we had, we had probably some of the best prime rib we've ever nice. had at this place. So uh, I think another day we drove down to Atlanta yeah. and spent some time at, like at the Coke Museum yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, the Underground. And then midway through the week, we had planned for like just over a week, you know, a week there and then a couple days to drive mm-hmm, home. Mm-hmm. Midway through, I think I told this story. I got a call from Josh Summermeyer uh, on my bag old phone. cell phone. Yeah. Actually, it, was, it wasn't a bag phone at that One point. It was actually a handheld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably an old Nokia or right, something right, like that. Right. So he calls me. He's like, "Hey, how are things going?" You know, like good. And he's like, "What are you doing next week?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know. We're heading back." And he's like, "You want to come up and see us?" So they were living on Long Island at this point. Oh, sure. Yeah. So yeah, I called yeah. work, and I had originally taken off like seven work days right. where I was supposed to go back on a Wednesday or Thursday. So I called back and said, hey, 
we were a small shop at that point, so yeah. I talked directly to the owner's wife. I said, right. "Hey, I'm wondering if I could just take a couple of days unpaid. The rest of the I, week I don't, and... I don't have, I don't have a lot of time left. But if I could take a couple of days unpaid, she's like, don't worry about it. Take, nice. take that rest of the week off. Have fun. You, you only do this once. Yeah. Or you should cool. only do this yeah. once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, you only. Yeah, do yeah. So she was very cool. Awesome. Uh, I got a couple more days off, so we ended up driving. This is where I told you about the Throgs Neck Bridge yeah. problem. Yeah, yeah. We drove up there uh, and spent the week on Long Island. Nice. One of those days, they're both working, of course. Yeah. Josh and yep. his wife, Sarah, Sarah, they're working. So one of the days, Lynn and I went to Jones Beach, mm-hmm. which was on, I think, the southern end mm-hmm. of Long Island. And it's probably a lighthouse, I'm sure. I don't remember, yeah. but it was like a mile walk out to the car, yeah. and, or yeah, from yeah. the car and to the, the beach. beach. And yeah. by the time we got out to the beach, I had realized I had forgotten my sunscreen. Ugh. <sighs> And I'm like, I'm not walking back to get my stupid sunscreen. And then walking sunscreen. back out here. Yeah, right. yeah. And she's like, well, do you want me to go do it? I'm like, no, it'll be fine. I'll just leave, you know, yeah, that try, to, try to stay out of the sun. Yeah. I got <laughs> fried. I was in so sure. much pain that night and sure. the next day. It was horrible. I got so red. <laughs> may have been where my skin cancer yeah, came right? from. That might it have been horrible. the start of it. Yeah. It was horrible. Fun stuff. It was great. We had a great time out there. We, yeah, they had a, uh, they're on campus, obviously, yep. where Josh was working, and uh, they've got this Olympic outdoor Olympic sized yep. pool that we oh. swam in a yep. lot, and uh, we went out for dinners and fun, fun. So my question for you, Andrew, yes, is what one piece of advice would you give mm. to a couple that is either newly married? Thinking about getting married, thinking about getting engaged. Run, 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 run away? No, that's not. Sorry, that. Sorry, Marcia. That didn't. I, I shouldn't. I that didn't come out like out loud. That wasn't out loud, right? Uh, I was just in my head. I can edit it. Okay. <laughs> um, one piece of advice. You know, Marcia and I have been together. We've we talk about this all the time. Like we've been together for a long time. We've been married for you know a good amount of time but we've been together for a lot longer obviously and we've gotten to the point where we don't really fight anymore we just have like very heated discussions yeah you know um so i think the one the one piece of advice i would have is i think the big thing is never to like go to bed angry right it never works because you're never gonna you're not gonna forget about it unless you like come to an agreement that you're not just gonna be mad at each other right (laughs) to go along with that a big thing is you always you always have to have faith and believe that the other person wants what's best for you and thinks highly of you. So no matter what is said in the heat of the moment or no matter what the disagreement is or no matter whether you quote unquote get your way or don't get your way, whatever that is, you have to firmly at the very beginning of everything believe that the other person has your best interests in mind, loves you and wants the best for you, right? They're not out to get you. Yeah. If you start anywhere with, well, they're just out to get me, it's never going to go well, right? And so <laughs> you, you should have probably to, reconsider yeah, getting married right, at that exactly. point. Right, yeah. exactly. You have to have that faith and belief that the other person loves you and wants the best for you, right? That's yep. got to be at the core of everything, I think. That would be my one piece of advice. What so about you? mine is, I actually have two. Well, you, you didn't give me the chance I'll to I'll give you two. a chance right, to add you another go, one. You go ahead. So my first one is... <laughs> Be friends first. Okay. You're going to be spending a lot of time with this person, yeah. and if you don't enjoy at least a few things, you don't need to be have all the same interests right. 
and you don't need to be get together 100% of the time, right. but at least have some common yes. interests and common worldviews as you go into this relationship. I think most importantly is that marriage is not 50-50. It's not, you're, you're going to compromise, she's yep. going to compromise, she's, yep. he's going to compromise. However, it's not 50-50. Nope. You don't put 50% mm-hmm. of your effort. It's 100%, 100%. Yep. And it, you, each of you are, like you said, you, you're there to build each other up. Yep. And yes, you're going to have squabbles. And yes, you're going to have petty little come up and yep. where you're going to have disagreements and arguments. Yep. And it's going to be about stupid stuff like yep. <laughs> somebody leaving their socks on the living room floor. Oh, or So many times. <laughs> that socks my downfall. <laughs> yeah, or just it, literally, yeah, it's right. something it's, that yep. stupid that boils out things out of out of control sometimes. However, yep. if you know you got each other's backs and you know you're committed to each other, that's really what it's all about. Yep. It's about it's about like you said, 100. percent If you you you're gonna have to sacrifice whether you want to or not, and it takes work, and it's work. It is work. It's and a lot of work. If you if you're going yep. into this thinking that oh, marriage is some magical. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the wedding is a magical day. Everything yeah. after that is it's work. work. It's and that's a lot of work sometimes. A but lot it's of work times. because it's an investment. You're yep. investing yep. in yourself and, and each other. It. Yep. yep, and it's worth it. So if you had another one, well, I was just going to say that uh, that notion of a hundred percent and a hundred percent is that was my would have been my other one too. Like when you you give a hundred percent of yourself and your partner gives a hundred percent of their self all the time. Yeah, it can't be anything. It can't be. It can't be else. like you go to a certain point and wait for them to meet you halfway. Right. It, it's never going to work. Right. You give a hundred percent, and they give a hundred percent, and that's the only way it works. And there are times when your hundred percent isn't quite. Yep. Yeah. And there are times when you fall short, and there are times when they fall short. Yeah, absolutely. But as long as you're both striving for that, you need 100%. to understand that. Yep. 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 That's the cool. only way it works. All right. Well, I think that pretty much covers it for this month. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Episode 9. Episode 9. <laughs> this means the next one's 10. It that's, is. That's two numerals. Dos. <laughs> no, it's 10. Diez. 10. Yes. Yeah. Dos numerals. <laughs> Dos numerals. Dos numerales. Yeah. Nombres. No, oh, yeah. that's name. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably try stop trying to translate on the fly. Or so, all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Go hit us up on our website, twobeardspleased.com. Find us on social media. We love feedback. Next month, we're going to probably do some more user feedback. Uh, We have email, twobeardsplease at gmail.com. Send us your your feedback there if you'd like, or on our social media. We're on on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter, um, Instagram. Instagram, Instagram, at twobeardsplease. You know, recommend us to your friends and your family. This little crazy thing we do grows because of you guys are listeners. So if you know somebody that uh, needs to laugh or you know somebody that loves to listen to podcasts, uh, recommend us. Yeah, our friend Jason just recommended us today to a local news person. Uh, I think she's a news anchor for one of the local channels. channels, Yep. Yep. And so hopefully she gives us a listen. That'd be great. New listeners. Yeah. Yeah. So So, thanks for listening. I think that's it. That's it. Thank you. Have have a great month, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye. (laughs) Support for Two Beards, Please, provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing cedarburgassociates at thrivent.com.